it potentially, and more than likely, was the end of an era last night. So where do both sides go from here? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. Welcome into the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again. Hope everybody is having a great start to their Tuesday Super Wildcard Weekend. Officially in the books now with the Cowboys beating the Buccaneers last night. And the Buccaneers, the focus of today's show, where they go from here, where Tom Brady might go from here as he enters free agency. We'll talk about all of that here on the show today. But before we do, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. Everything from the rest of the NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You're always going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. And it Kind of ended for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers how we thought it was going to end for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers considering they backdoored their way into the playoffs. And while there was that small part of, I think, everybody that thought deep down that, man, it is Tom Brady, you can never count him out. We kind of knew what this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team was this season. They were an up-and-down roller coaster. They were a team that couldn't do a whole lot offensively. And while they got hot down the stretch in order to survive and win the NFC South, they were never really looked at as a team that was going to threaten much in the NFC playoff picture. Although, with the way that Dallas drive maybe started uh, the game there, you thought maybe this wasn't going to be a whole lot. Uh, this game was going to be a little bit closer than we all thought, but Dak Prescott and his five total touchdowns uh, leads the Cowboys to that 31-14 to victory. Dallas looked pretty good. Dak looked pretty good. Probably the best we've seen him in a very, very long time. Uh, setting them up for a pretty big matchup next weekend against the San Francisco 49ers. But let's talk about that Tampa Bay Buccaneer team. 8-9 out in the first round. Tom Brady staring down free agency. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers staring down potentially year two of Todd Bowles, a, the first year in the post-Tom Brady era. Where do all of these sides go? Where does the future lead for both of these sides of the relationship? I guess we'll start with Tom Brady. He's the one that is entering free agency, and he is the true wild card. It certainly feels as if Tom Brady has two options in front of him, either retirement and we all know how that went last time around. The retirement lasted all about a couple of weeks, a month or two, and he was back at it. Or it is another team. Doesn't really feel like to me that Tampa Bay feels like the place that he is going to go back to. It certainly feels as that by the time th- by the time things got to the end this season, that it just didn't feel as if that relationship was where it was when it started. Bruce Arians wasn't there anymore. Uh, Byron Leftwich future is probably up in the air as the offensive coordinator. It feels as if Tom Brady is ready to move on potentially for another challenge in life. So now... If we are going to entertain Tom Brady playing next season, and we all know that he probably wants to play next season, what teams are likely potential destinations for Tom Brady? And honestly, I can think of three that make some level of sense. And I wouldn't rank them very highly on this list. But if I have to pick three teams that are not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, these are the only three teams that could come to mind. I think one of them feels I would put in the likely camp, and then I would put the other two in the maybe camp. 
and I could see a scenario play out where those two teams uh, are in play. The team that I think is likely, well, we don't have to go very far in the state of Florida, and we don't have to go very far in the uh, time machine to remember a time when the Miami Dolphins lost a first-round draft selection because they illegally tampered with Tom Brady and Sean Payton. And I don't think it is a package deal in which Tom Brady and Sean Payton would come together, but you have to think Tom Brady's now a free agent. We know the lengths that the Dolphins went to try to get Tom Brady to come to them last season. Now that he is a free agent, and now that that tampering case is now in the back in, you know, in, in the rearview mirror, and the Miami Dolphins probably are gonna look at other options at quarterback. Are they really gonna to want to ride the roller coaster of Tua being their starting quarterback and not knowing if he's gonna be able to give you 17 games each and every year? And who knows what his long-term future is? Does he even want to play football moving forward? Does he put his health first and, and looks at all the concussions and say, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore to myself? If he does move on, then Miami's going to be in the market for a quarterback. You certainly think they could be in the market for a quarterback, even if Tua decides that he still wants to play in 2023. And we already know there is interest in Tom Brady and for 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 Tom. He's already in Florida. Makes a lot of sense. The weather's great. It is a win-now team. He gets an opportunity to stick it to Bill Belichick twice a year. There's a lot of pros that would put you in that box to say, yeah, Miami feels very likely. Now, if we look at the other two teams that I think make sense, you you these are purely guesses on my part. This is purely connecting dots that may or may not be there. And the first team that I would bring up, the Las Vegas Raiders. They're clearly going to move on from Derek Carr. And we're less than a month away from the decision that they have to make on that contract. I think there's going to be a resolution one way or the other, trade or cut, by the time we uh, get to February 15th. Well, Josh McDaniels, offensive coordinator from New England. We know what he looks for in a quarterback. Tom is available. Could there be an easy connect the dots there of they used to work together? They had a lot of success in New England. They're in the market for a quarterback. You could see that being the case. Is Tom really going to want to go play in a division where he has to play Justin Herbert twice a year, where he has to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year? Four of his 17 games of the season are against those two teams. It doesn't feel like a very advantageous, a very good situation from a competitive perspective for Tom. Uh, if he wants a challenge, it certainly would be a challenge facing those two quarterbacks four times a season. But from a pathway to the playoffs, that Raiders team feels as if they're a little bit behind the eight ball and they're probably a year or two away from being able to be in the mix. But there's a connection there, and that could conceivably play out. The third team, boy, would this be something. The team he, he, grew, he rooted for growing up, the San Francisco 49ers, the picture that everyone's seen on the internet of him at the Super Bowl. That's a team that makes sense. They could be in need for a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent at the end of the season. He's going to go. Are they really going to want to do the Brock Purdy Trey Lance thing again? Let's see how far this journey with Brock Purdy goes. Right now, you got to consider them the favorite or one of the two favorites in the NFC. And if they continue to play the way that they played against Seattle, I don't know if a team's going to be able to stop them. I don't know if the Philadelphia Eagles are going to stop them. I don't know if the Dallas Cowboys next week are going to be able to stop them. They're a team that is firing on all cylinders. But if at some point this Brock Purdy magic wears out and Kyle Shanahan company really don't want to go into next season with seventh-round pick Brock Purdy, who looked good in a short stint last season... And they don't want to go into the season with Trey Lance oft injured. We don't have a really good sample size of what he is as a quarterback as their starting quarterback. And I believe that that's probably where they're going to go. Tom Brady starts to become an attractive option, right? That starts to become somebody that they could be very interested in. And you certainly think the interest would be there on the other side for Tom. It's a good football team. They got a good defense, a ton of weapons for him on offense. It's the hometown team. It's a team he grew up rooting for as a kid. There's a lot of things there that work in, the, in that favor. But can anybody else? Sitting out there listening to this show, think of another team that makes sense. 
Return to New England, that doesn't feel like a relationship that's worth salvaging. A return to Tampa Bay, that doesn't feel like it's really in the cards. Think of any other team that could be in the market. Indianapolis, Atlanta, Carolina. Do any of those teams really make sense for Tom Brady and what we know about Tom and what we think he's going to be looking for in his next team? No, none of that really does make sense. And so I go back to those three and I really, really steer in the direction of the Miami bucket because we know for a fact the league came down with a report and docked them a first-round pick because of it. They had illegal contact with Tom Brady and his representatives last offseason. They tried to get Tom last offseason when they had two on the roster. So you don't think, after the way this season ended and a little bit of a disappointment because you weren't able to have Tua, you don't think they reopen those conversations and try to do it the right way this time because he's a free agent? I certainly think that's going to be a strong possibility. So that's the, that's the Tom Brady side of this. The Tampa Bay side of this, oof, lots of questions we got to ask. What's the future of Todd Bowles? Are they going to bring him back for a second season? What's the future of Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator? We know the offense was the sticking point for this team all season long. We've heard the comments from Byron Leftwich about running the football. We've seen all the memes of Tom Brady slamming the tablet. We've seen all of the frustration that has bubbled up out of Tampa this season because of the way that their offense uh performed this season and not being a very good offensive output football team with Tom Brady not playing terrible football. Tom Brady was playing some pretty good football. It was, this was not father time getting him. This was not his age showing. He was able to still throw the ball all over the place. They were just not executing and not being able to finish. So you have two questions at your coach and your offensive coordinator. I think Todd Bowles will be back for a second season. I don't know if Byron left, which will be. I think they might make a change at offense. They're going to have to evaluate a quarterback. On the roster, Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask. You certainly don't think they're going to go into next season with those two as their starting quarterbacks. And let's operate on this podcast in a world where Tom Brady's moving on and Tampa has to evaluate other options. Well, you can add their name into the mix of all of these other teams that we've thrown out there. The Jets, Carolina, Atlanta, Indianapolis, potentially Washington. Now you throw Tampa Bay in the mix of teams that are going to be interested in a quarterback. And so when a Derek Carr becomes available, when a Lamar Jackson becomes available, if Geno Smith hits free agency, if Daniel Jones hits free agency, if any of these quarterbacks hit free agency and Tampa is looking to uh, get an answer at quarterback, they are in a bit of a win-now window. They have a roster that is aging. They have a roster that they're paying a lot of money. They have a short amount of time to try to get back to the postseason and maybe go on a run to try to compete for one more Super Bowl. It was kind of the idea of Tom coming back for one more season. So they are going to have to look very hard in the mirror and say, okay, are we going to give this one more run with the group that we have? An aging group, but a group that we've invested in. We've put all of our chips in the middle. We just want to have a seat at the table come the playoffs, and we're going to roll the dice and see if we can make that run. Do they try to do that and go out and get a quarterback of the caliber that I just mentioned, whoever is available, or do they go in a different direction? Use a first-round pick on a quarterback. Do they trade for a Jordan Love type and maybe hit the reset button a little bit? and trade some pieces on this roster and maybe try to get a little bit younger and try to maybe retool on the fly what we've seen the Philadelphia Eagles do in the past. In the past, Those are the two paths that I think confront the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I will be very, very interested to see how they choose to go about this because it is an inflection point in their franchise. Now listen, they are still riding the highs of that Super Bowl. They brought Tom Brady to Tampa, and in their first year, they won a Super Bowl, and it was one of the great things that had had come to the Tampa Bay market, along with those Stanley Cups that the Tampa Bay Lightning have won. But now you have to decide what direction you want to go in if Tom Brady does choose to move on in a different direction. Now, I think option number one would be putting on a full court press to try to keep Tom Brady because you don't want to know what the other side of that looks like. 
If Tom does leave, if Tom does go in a different direction, you're confronted with those two options that I just laid out, and they're not easy. It's not easy to go out and throw out more dollars at a free agent quarterback. It's not easy to maybe trade for a quarterback from another team that is, is available. It's not easy to identify and draft a quarterback in the first, second, third round, or wherever round you draft a quarterback and have that, that person be your answer. It's not easy to go in that direction. You know what is easy? Continuing with the quarterback that you brought in for this window in the first place in Tom Brady. And so that's going to be the direction. And once they check that box, I think they can start to address the rest of the things on their roster. But this is a pivotal offseason for Tom Brady. It is a pivotal offseason for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it all starts with number 12. It all starts with TB12. It all starts with what decision he wants to make. If he chooses to stay in Tampa, oof, that's a very easy decision for Tampa to, to accept. Bring that guy back, roll the dice, go into next season, and give it another run in 2023. If he decides to move on, then you have to very, very quickly evaluate Derek Carr. You have to very, very quickly evaluate Jimmy Garoppolo, Geno Smith, any of these options that could become available for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would very quickly move up the priority list, and they'll have to act in a hurry to get somebody under contract so they can shape out the rest of this roster. But Tampa Bay, I think, directly at the center of a lot of the dominoes that are going to fall this offseason. Tom Brady directly at the center of a lot of the dominoes that are going to fall this offseason. If Tom Brady chooses to play next season and he does not want to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and he picks another team, think about what that is going to do to the quarterback trade market, the quarterback free agency market, and the quarterback draft market as well. That is going to throw a big wrench in these plans and create a new person, a new quarterback for everybody to try to acquire. And, you know, if once he goes somewhere, that takes another team out of the mix and it moves those chairs around. This game of musical chairs at quarterback for both teams and quarterbacks will continue to, to move around and around. Somebody's going to be left without a chair and... That's going to be the interesting part of this. So I'm fascinated to see where all this goes. Not the ending to the season that I think Tampa Bay wanted. I think it was the ending that we all kind of anticipated when they got into the playoffs. The only thing, the only thing keeping them grounded and maybe giving them an opportunity to win this game uh, last night and make a run in the playoffs is, is TB12. Well, if that's the case, then I think that full court press needs to be on for him to try to be your quarterback next season. It just doesn't feel the feelings uh, part of this where you kind of have to take the gut reaction. You have to just look at it and say, what do I think is going to happen? My gut tells me Tom Brady's not playing for Tampa next season, but he is playing for somebody else. And then again, the can of worms that that opens, the Pandora's box that that opens that we'll be able to sit here uh, and discuss here on the show. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers facing a critical juncture of this win-now window that they find themselves in because if if Tom Brady leaves, how win-now of a window is it? It's going to require some heavy lifting from Jason Light and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers front office in order to do so. So we'll be keeping an eye on the way Tampa Bay uh, conducts themselves in the offseason. And for the Dallas Cowboys, congratulations. You're moving on to the divisional round of the playoffs. That is going to do it for us here on the Tuesday edition of the podcast. Hope everybody is having a great Tuesday. We are back tomorrow. We've got a mock draft to discuss uh, with this one from Keith Sanchez, a couple trades in there. We'll get into that. We're going to talk about the Giants on Thursday, hoping to catch up with Jack McKessie of the Draft Network to talk to him, our resident Giants guy, uh, about what has made the Giants so successful here in year number one under Brian Dable and company. So that is what you can have to look forward to here the remainder of the week on the podcast. Hope everybody makes it a great rest of their Tuesday. Thanks, as always, to Ben Online for their continued support of the podcast. I will talk to you all tomorrow.